guys. Uh, welcome to another uh, Comedy Mystic podcast. Um, I'm, we're going to start off by introducing ourselves. I'm Christian Sylvester. I'm uh, a, a graduate uh, teaching assistant for the College of Education. Um, my duty is recruitment and special projects. Um, I'll let everybody else introduce themselves. Perfect. I can go next. So this is uh, Javier Martinez. I am the current program coordinator for the Comedy Mystic program at K-State. And I am a second year kinesiology, a PhD student. And that leaves me, my name is uh, Don Rocho. Uh, I'm a junior at the College of Ed at, K- at Kansas State University. I'm uh, get a degree in uh, secondary education, emphasis in minor languages, uh, Spanish to be specific, and an ESL endorsement. Awesome. Well, for today, uh, we're going to be talking about um, military people or veterans since uh, Veterans Day is upcoming. Um, so just to start off the conversation, um, so what branch in the military did you serve in, John? Yeah, I was, uh, I was in the Army. Um, I, was, I was a station here at Fort Riley, pretty close to Manhattan. Okay. Um, so what exactly did you do, if you don't mind us asking? Yeah, no, I was, uh, I was a cavalry scout. Um, it's just pretty much just recon. Um, a lot of, a lot of uh, just information reporting, that kind of thing, um, a lot of field work. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> did you always think you were going to be in the military? Or is it kind of like a last minute decision? Or what was like the, like, the original plan? I, um, I always had an interest in, in the military since I was a kid. Um, I, I don't know why, I just did. And uh, right out of high school, I, um, before graduating high school, I, uh, I was in contact with the recruiter uh, for the Marine Corps. And I kind of just, just let like the people around me kind of just talk me out of it. Um, and so I kind of just went about my, you know, doing my thing and, and, and went to JUCO for two years. Um, and then two years later, like the opportunity kind of just came back and I was like, you know what, maybe this is something that I, you know, I should do. And, uh, yeah, like this time I didn't, I didn't really let anybody kind of talk me out of it. <laughs> and, uh, I just, just, uh, stayed determined. I did not know that about you, uh, that you went to JUCO before. That's awesome. Where'd you go to JUCO at? It's, um. Uh, I don't even know if you would if you would consider it a JUCO. It was a community college. I just call it JUCO. I don't I don't know. That's what I hear people call them, so I just say the same thing. <laughs> but uh, it was it was in Colorado. Uh, it's called uh, Colorado Mountain College. Okay. Something like that. And um, so yeah, it was up um, by Vale. Take us through through your uh, like the journey because I know that you said that you were raised in was it California. I moved, I moved to, to California from Mexico, and then uh, I moved from California to Arizona. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll just start off just, um, I was I was three years old, and we moved to Cal- to California, to, to Los Angeles. And then um, and we, we lived there for a few years, and then once I turned five, at least from what I remember, I don't really remember much, like bef- anything before I was eight, I don't know why, but... Uh, yeah, we ended up moving to um, to Arizona. It was just, I guess, there was more work um, and not as many like not as many people. It's California, obviously, and uh, 
yeah, I kind of just started doing school there. And then up until eighth grade and after eighth grade, uh, me and my family, we moved to Colorado. And then from Colorado, I, I joined the Army and ended up here in Kansas. That sounds like a like a long journey. Sounds like you lived a lot, <laughs> a lot of experiences. Yeah, like like being in Phoenix. I mean, it's not that far away from California, so we would. I mean, we would go there all the time. It's like it's like four and a half hours away. Uh, like so, when people ask me like, "Where are you from?" Like we spent time in both places. I just I just I really found the most sad. I just thought I was in Phoenix, and that's where I went to school, but. Oh, my from, from LA. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, so you, um, so you, you went to the military. So how, how did you end up at K State? Like, what, what was the the journey there? It's it's kind of crazy. Just just I was actually thinking about it today because I knew we were going to be doing this, and I was trying to just go back and kind of like, just kind of pinpoint like where exactly it was that I wanted to to just go to school or wanted to do for school. Like, when I went to school, I remember when I went to to, to, to community college, I, I didn't really want to go. I just went because my siblings went, like my older sister, and uh, my parents were just kind of pushing me to do it. So I was like, whatever, I'll do it. But I wasn't I wasn't a good student. I hadn't gained good grades. Um, I was probably on academic probation, and then like I think finally it was like academic suspension. I was like, oh. Or I don't remember the, the exact terms, but anyways, I, like after that, kind of when I decided to join the army, I was like, I, I can't do school. But um, once I was actually in the army, um, I don't know if they still do it, but when you're in, uh, they they give you um, tuition assistance, which is they give you uh, I think it's 16 credits a year. So you can take classes. Um, they'll pay for like, the tuition and then but again, the books, you have to pay for that yourself but they'll pay for, for 16 credit hours if you want to go to school anywhere and uh, yeah I mean I was just I remember once I was in I ended up meeting one of my friends there um, he's, he's my best friend now, he's like a brother to me and he, uh, he, he he was in the he was in my platoon and he had graduated from, from South Dakota State and uh, just a really smart guy. Like when I would, I would talk to him. I was like, damn, like, this guy's really, really smart. Like, I don't know. I just thought he was really smart. And he was kind of one of the first persons that kind of pushed me towards education, and and pushed me to take advantage of those, those 16 hours that you know they're, they're giving each year for free. And uh, I, I, when we came back, I went to Fort Riley to the education center, and um, I talked to uh, to, to Central Texas, I believe. And I started doing like, I don't know, just criminal justice or something I was, I was like into. Um, and then, yeah, like just, I just started doing like taking gen eds and building up from there, taking advantage of those free hours. And um, yeah, like once I met my, my wife, my wife, she was, she was going to K-State and she just started pushing me towards education as well. So, like my friend and my wife, they kind of feel like the ones that kind of just, they let me like stray away from the path of education, I guess. And um, yeah, like my friend, he, he was like part of the first one that really, really impacted me. And, and even now, he, he's going to school himself. He goes to, to West West Virginia. And um, yeah. 
quick question leading off of that. Um, is your friend in education as well? No, he's um, he he's he's finishing up his last year of law school. He, he's, he wants to be a sports agent. So. I like that. A lot of influences, and I mean, here you are now. Yeah, and like, and education as well. Like my wife, she's in education. She's a she's a school counselor here at Wilmington High School. And um, she graduated from K State in 20, 2019 or 2020, 2019. Um, a question I do have is, did serving in the military have an impact on who you are now as a person and as a student? I would say yeah, um, as a person, um, because I, I was just exposed to, to just people from all over the world pretty much. You know, we have people from Europe, people from Africa, Asia, South America, the US, and, and um, just being able to, to um, I remember when I was in basic training, they, uh, they would have different uh, religious services, and I pretty much went to like every single one. Like, I was just trying to I don't know, and I was trying to just see what else was out there from, from what I grew up with. And um, just being able to, to experience all that kind of just changed my perspective on life and like, you know, like, yeah, people are different, but, but you know, like deep down, like all like the core values aren't really that off. You know, there's a lot of similarities, but um, there's still some differences, obviously. But uh, yeah, it just kind of helped me see things differently. So I really like that. Um, and then <clears throat> education-wise, I think I think it made me a better student for sure. Um, it really it just helped me push myself and, and just become I guess more resilient. Um, that's it's, it's more that I use a lot, just just become resilient, being able to, to get over things quickly and, and adapt and, and be able to just get the best out of things. And um, yeah, like I told you guys, when I was when I was in community college, I. I was like, I got academic academic suspension, and and my grades were not good. Now, um, last semester or the semester before, oh, this this last semester, I think it was the, it was the first time. No, sorry, two semesters ago was the first time I got a 4.0, and then last semester I got another 4.0, and then this semester I'm pushing for another 4.0. So it's just, I don't know, it's just something that, I, that I'm really proud of. Yeah, it just comes with, I think just with the discipline of, of being in there and just kind of like knowing what I want to do and, and finding out ways to do it to make it happen. That's awesome. Congratulations on the 4.0 semesters. Hopefully you uh, you finish strong and uh, do that all, all the way through your undergraduate career. Hopefully. Thank you. Thank you. Um, kind of going off of that, since uh, the military did impact the way you are as a person, individual and as a student, um, do you plan on using that military experience or background um, in school, kind of for just education for your students or um, the way faculty and staff is um, ran? Um, I would say yes. Um, just, just on the aspect of, of, of the fact that I kind of grew um, culturally in a way and since I want to be an ESL teacher um, I think that that really helps me there um helps me just kind of uh, just just um like learn about the kid like the kids that I might have 
and, and try to learn about their culture and where they come from and try to make those connections because I know that it's so students that's something that they struggle with a lot trying to be understood and trying to feel welcome at school and if I can do that and if I can take from my past experiences and kind of uh use that then I think I think it'll, it'll be successful Um, going off of what you just said, John. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, going off of what you said, John, um, what are some things you think are lacking or that you want to see more of in education? And it could be like maybe I read like in college where, where you are now, or maybe it could be like in elementary or secondary education as well. What are some things you think are lacking that you want to see more of? Um... don't know <laughs> uh can you maybe give an example or, or, or yeah yeah no definitely for sure um i mean i know with the um, the colonistry program specifically we're aiming at you know improving male uh representation in education uh like do you think there's like maybe some area education that you think is lacking in maybe like they need more you know bilingual teachers or they need more, you know, teachers of certain backgrounds or more, you know, technology. Yeah, no, I, 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 um, well, yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I joined like the Call Ministers because I, I'm, I'm really big on, on, on kind of just expanding men, um, and like, like, uh, minorities in general, just in, in the world of education and just all around, honestly, like anyway, like community teachers, counselors, psychiatrists, social workers, you know, office personnel, coaches, anything. Um, just because I, I think that kids, they, they notice those things. At least, at least I did when I was growing up. Like I would see a teacher and look like me and I was like, oh wow, like that's cool. Um, Cause it was just rare. And uh, yeah, I, I think just being more, more diversity would you know, just help overall, just, just to, to, to help succeed in, in the, just like grow as well, you know, being culturally um, diverse, like aware of cultural diversity, not just, uh, I know, I know living in Kansas, there's, there's a lot of schools who don't really focus on cultural diversity and they, they focus most more on a socioeconomic status. That's kind of their diversity. Um, so I think just, just having more, more diversity in schools is just all around good. I like that. Um, I have one last final question, Javi, if you have one, feel free to add on. Um, but if you could have gotten any advice before pursuing a degree in education, what would it be? Or what do you wish you knew? Or what information do you wish you had before um, joining um, an education program? Um, I think for me, it was it was, uh, it was was kind of just like, a like a 180 shift from because I was I was going on I was in Topeka before I, I decided to do education I was going to Washburn and I was I was uh, pursuing a radiology tech degree and uh, like from one semester to another I just kind of just boom which is education and I didn't really ask very many questions um I just kind of knew what I kind of wanted to do which was like something with Spanish and then later on after like after spring semester last spring I, I contacted my um 
my, uh, my advisor and I asked her about ESL because I was doing some reading about it. And I was like, oh, wow, maybe I could do this too. So I think if I could give any advice, it would be to kind of just talk to someone that knows like an advisor and, and ask them about just all the different opportunities there is education because it's not just about teaching. There's different things you can do. There's admin, you know, school counselors. Um, there's, there's different. There's a lot to the world of education that a lot of people don't really pay attention to, or and they just feel like it's just, it's just teaching. So I'm definitely trying to just reaching out to someone. At least that, that that's something that I did, but it was kind of just really pushed. Um, luckily, I was able to, to to do what I want to do and get the information that I needed. that's pretty awesome man um i guess this is something i was thinking about because i know christian and i are both you know grad students um you know continuing the education um so i guess my question to you would be do you plan at any time to to go to grad school maybe continue with your education um you know maybe go and try to be a school counselor you know school principal or kind of move up uh like in the ranks yeah i was I was talking to my to my wife about it. I was like, "Oh, I might go to school to be a counselor, just like you." And she laughed. Like I like like I visited her at school before, and like just seeing her interact with the kids and, and, and what she does, and it's just it seems you know it's awesome just to get that kind of feedback from kids, especially like for a time like this. And uh, but I've also been, also been looking into um into a uh, what is it? I, I I can't I don't have it right here, but it was um it's a um, curriculum. Development, I believe, for for ESL classroom. That's something that I've been looking into. It's something that I've act, I actually already have or will have once once I get my undergrad, at least half of the credits. I'm already taking ESL classes. And, um, that's like a 30, 30, uh, 30 credit hour degree. Hour, I'll, I'll have 15 by the end of undergrad. So something that I'm considering to do. Okay. And is that like here in Kansas or you want to go like somewhere else or kind of what's like the like the plan or the idea for that? Well, so far it's it's here at K-State. It's okay. the place I've, I've looked at. Um, I, I don't really know like what the future holds. Um, I'll be here for you know, the next two years after I graduate or, or I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But um, I mean, if I am here, if I do stick around, I'd like to go to K-State and kind of just finish up there yeah well, definitely man i mean if you stick around k-state i mean let us know because i mean we've been through it man we're currently going through it right now so um, we can definitely give you those uh those pointers those tips that uh you know we wish we would have known <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah yeah i would uh definitely take advantage of that uh, the fact you have 13 graduate credit hours already under your belt i would just it's if you really think about it, it's just going to be an additional year year and a half at the most to finish off that degree and that could honestly expand your doors or open up a lot of opportunities to um do what you like more in detail or just you know change more lives you know podcast uh john i would like to appreciate you think uh, i would like to appreciate you uh very much for giving us the opportunity and devoting your time into this uh again uh, <laughs>